This is Transforming Truth with the life-changing Word of God that heals, delivers, fills you with the Holy Spirit, all for your supernatural walk in Christ. Stay tuned for Transforming Truth with Chris Palmer. All right. It is 11 o'clock Friday, or did I say Friday? Thursday. Thursday evening, 11 o'clock, and some of you out there listening tonight, God bless you. Welcome to the show, and we have a half hour of live radio coming to you and your home and your car or wherever you may be. God bless you. Welcome to the show, and uh, we have a lot that we want to get to in just a half hour. But the power of God is here. The presence of God is here. His anointing is here. And I want to encourage you tonight, if you want somebody to hook up with in prayer, Jesus says, if two of you shall agree on earth, that's touching anything that you shall ask, it shall be done of my Father which is in heaven. Do you know you have a Father which is in heaven? Do you know a Father? The essence of a Father is that your Father has given you life. Think about your parents for a second. You know why you honor your parents, mom and dad, is because they are the ones that gave you life. If for no other reason you have anything to be thankful to your parents for, <laughs> which you should, but they gave you life. And when you look at your parents, if you look at especially your father, this is the one that that, that gave you his seed, that gave you his genetics. And your heavenly father is the one that gave you life. And he's the one that is in heaven right now, desiring to answer your prayer. To meet your need. So if that's you, and you want to go to the Father tonight, call me. 313-838-1035. here to take your prayer request for the next half hour and to bring to you the transforming truth of the Word of God. Before we get started tonight, I want to remind you, as I have been reminding you every week, is uh, we have a service coming up Friday. Actually, tomorrow. Now that I think about it, it's tomorrow. Week has a way of getting away from you, doesn't it? Tomorrow, 7.30 p.m., Hilton Garden Inn in Novi, Michigan. I'll be preaching live. I'll be there. be a powerful time. People were touched by the presence of God, the power of God. So come tomorrow, 7.30, the Hilton Garden Inn in Novi, Michigan. It's free. No registration necessary. Also, The Believer's Journey, God's Path of Transformation. This is my first book, and it's out. It took me a year and a half to write it and get it out. And I want you to read it. It'll bless your life, and it'll be a uh, powerful tool for you and your Bible study. Get it. Amazon.com today. Okay, let's get into the Word of God tonight. We're talking and have been talking about the revelation of the mind of the Spirit, unveiling the mind of God, getting into the mind of God. Do you know that God, He's a person? He is a living entity. He is not a thing. He's not light. He's substance. Light from light. God from God. True God from true God. And He's an intelligence. He has a mind. And what do you think, what do you suppose goes on in the mind of God? Now, I said a few things last night that I want to say again tonight for those that missed the broadcast. Number one, believers that access the mind of God are the ones that accelerate. Believers that don't access the mind of God are ones that stay stagnant in their walk with God. I want to qualify this statement by saying that many times people have the Word of God, but they have no insight into what the Word of God is is saying for them. They have the scripture, but listen, you need the scripture to be breathed on by the Spirit of God. And the Word of God is a spiritual book, and the author, the thing that makes the, the Word of God so powerful, is that the author, yes, God used 40 different men to pen the Bible, but then again, I'll say this, 
it was the Holy Spirit that inspired all of it. So when you look at Shakespeare or you look at uh, – I'm blanking right now – but other War and Peace, other great works of literature that are out there today, um, you know, Cicero and historians, these things, the inspiration came from other people or themselves but didn't come from the Holy Ghost. And so you have the Word of God, but you have a living author that desires to reveal to you everything that he said. And it's possible to tap that mind. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But first we have Larissa in Shelby Township. God bless you, Larissa. You're on the broadcast. How are you tonight? Hi. I'm doing all right. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me on. I was actually just calling with a prayer request. Um, I should have called last night, but, you know, <laughs> I really got into your message. So. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, I was calling, um, I severely hurt my back yesterday, and I've been really, really struggling these past two nights. I do uh, office cleaning, so it's really, really tough on my back. And I'm just asking for some healing from the Lord this evening. It's It's been a really tough past few days. I understand, and back pain can be troublesome. I know I've had it before. and uh, But you seem like a very wonderful believer, Larissa, and, and uh, I want you to know that God is able, but He's also willing. He desires to heal you, and... I want the listeners to know tonight that God will get more glory from your healing than he would seeing you suffer. So let's yeah. believe God for this healing tonight, okay? Thank you. And we're going to stand on 1 Peter 2.24. And if you're out there listening tonight, let's agree with Larissa. Maybe you've had back pain. You know the troublesome uh, how it can be. It says in 1 Peter 2.24, Whose own self bear our sin by his own body in the tree, that we being dead to sin to live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So let's believe God. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for my dear sister Larissa. Father, right now, we agree. We come to you. We bring her before you, Lord, and we thank you, Father, that you have made a provision through Jesus Christ that through his stripes we're healed. Father, you are broken that we might be whole. And in the name of Jesus, we come to you as brother and sister and as a group and a family. And we petition you for Larissa's healing. Father, I release and I ask you to release healing power to her back right now. I command every muscle, every joint, whatever is causing this back pain to be whole and to be healed and to be well in the name of Jesus. And I break the power of, of pain and sickness in her body. And I pray that you would restore her to perfect health. I pray that you would breathe strength into her life, rest. I pray when she goes to bed tonight, Father, that there would be a loosening in her back. That she be totally free from any pain and discomfort in the name of Jesus. We agree on it. We receive it. Father, do it now over the radio airwaves. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Now, we are getting back into talking tonight about the mind of God. And we appreciate callers like Larissa that call in and ask for prayer. Call it tonight, 313-838-1035. Believers that access the mind of God are full of fresh virtue. Believers that don't are always in despair. There's a difference, I was saying last night, be, between just uh, reading the Word of God and having revelation of the Word of God. Some of you that are uh, listening to this broadcast, I want to say this. Let's not get religious now about just saying, well, brother, you know, I, I, I read the Bible every night before I go to bed. Well, that's good, but you don't get points for reading the Bible. And you don't get points for going to church. You don't get points for doing good things. But you get points. There is no points, period. You're reading the Word of God. It should be because you're hungry. And really what the end is, 
reading is a means to the end, and that is to access God's mind. If you're not accessing the mind of God, you're not doing what God wants you to do. If you access the mind of God, I want to say this tonight, you will receive answers to prayer. Because when you are a believer and you don't access the mind of God, you'll start to get frustrated in your prayer. And this is why. Because the mind of God is something that you participate with while you are in prayer. You don't go into prayer and at that point put on the mind of God. And then when you get out of prayer, take off the mind of God. The Bible says that in Romans chapter 13 and verse 14 that we've put on Christ. Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 1 to think on those things that were are above. It says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and 16 that we have the mind of Christ. It's something that we're supposed to be cooperating with. It's supposed to be in us all the time. So if you take the mind off and put it back on and take it off, this is a frustrating experience because you're having an inconsistency. You're supposed to keep it on and always be wearing it and then prayer will always stay fresh and you'll continue to see answers to those prayers. So the minute you engage God and start petitioning Him and asking God, what is your will for my life? What is your plan for my life? That mind should be there, giving you and repeating those answers to you. And I'll say that your responsibility as a believer, when God begins to bring you into a mature place, you don't get rid of the Word. You always have the Word of God. The Word of God never leaves your meditation or, or and your praying in the Holy Ghost and your prayer in the Spirit. That doesn't uh, replace reading the Word. It assists it. But you're supposed to begin to develop a communion in your heart where your heart can talk to God and God can respond to what your heart is saying in an instant. In a flash, you can ask God, and as soon as you're asking God, here comes the answer. It's a communion you develop in your heart. People become critical and judgmental and puffed up when all they have is just reading the Bible and gaining insight and information. Uh, the Word of God is not just to be passing info along. I've read this, I'm passing to you info. I know people, and would used to be one of those people that uh, memorized loads of Scripture but didn't know what the Scripture meant. Or I'd memorize Scripture and quote those Scriptures but no power behind it. You say, well, what do you mean by power? No answers behind it. Using Scriptures but answers of prayer never came. But when you start walking in line with the Holy Ghost, I got good news for you, brother and sister. That is, answers to your prayer will come. And he'll give it to you because you've accessed his mind. Last night I was talking about how your source depends on that. Is your source the Holy Spirit or are you looking to men? Are you looking to your favorite author, your favorite speaker? Oh, so let's pick up tonight. Where are we at here? Let's pick up tonight. Let's pick up tonight and see what God has for us. 313-838-1035. And, you know, I thank you for everybody that emails me, everybody that writes to me, and uh, or calls the ministry. I appreciate it. I appreciate people that are honest and upfront. And uh, some of your emails are very encouraging. Thank you. Some of them are entertaining. I appreciate it. Okay. Let's go here to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and let's talk about our source. I ask you tonight, ask yourself, what is your source? Has your source been yourself, or has your source been the Holy Ghost? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 12, we left off last night. Now we've not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. I said last night that Jerusalem missed their hour because they placed an emphasis on the exegesis of the law, but failed to see the person of Jesus. 
And so many times we get caught up with the Word, we forget the person that's in the Word. Many times we pull the Scripture apart until, and, and we never see the fresh mind of God that's in it. And the mind of God is like breath. It's always alive, it's always fresh, and it's always now. You know, when you think about what your breath is, your breath is always fresh. And by that, I don't mean the way it smells. I mean, it's just always full of life. I mean, that's fresh breath. That's fresh breath. It's not breath unless it's fresh. That's how the Word of God is. Unless it's fresh. If it comes from God, it's always fresh. If it's full of God, if it's from God, it's always full of life. And if it's from God, it's always now. Breath is always now. And breath and inspiration are the same thing. When God breathes on something, it becomes his inspiration. See, that's what you need in your life, believer, is fresh inspiration from God. When you come over the sermon, fresh inspiration. When you're talking to somebody about God and sharing your faith, you don't want to just quote scripture. It's good. It does the work, but you want God to breathe on the scriptures that you're quoting so they become living and active inside that person. You can start telling them, this is the revelation that's coming from the scripture. Let me show it to you. And you start speaking to them the mind of God from those scriptures, and their eyes start opening. And the Holy Spirit's job is to reveal these to us. So we talked about last night saying that eye hasn't seen nor ear heard or entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. That is talking about... When it says eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, or entered into the heart of man, it's talking about when people can't see something, that's that orphan spirit, people that are separated from God. But you've been grafted into God. You've been adopted into the family. You're now a child of God, and you've been given the right to access the mind of God. God says, this is my mind. Will you access it? Will you come and see everything that I've prepared for you? It says God hath revealed those things to us by his spirit, and these include the deep things of God. He has saved up and reserved the very best things for you as his child. Friend, it is your inheritance to know his mind and have it operative in you. And when you receive that mind, it becomes a part of you just like your breath is a part of you. His fresh word becomes a part of your own mind. So your mind mixes with the mind of God, and his mind transforms your thoughts, and your mind, his thoughts become the property of your mind. And only, go, and only God knows what's going on inside of him, and so he invites you to participate with his spirit to receive this revelation. And so when we're saved, we receive a tremendous asset, a spirit that understands Almighty God. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you tonight, listening to me, if you're out there, there's a prayer. I want you to pray. Prayer that I want you to make it a part of your daily routine to pray. And I'll read it to you. We got time. We got 15 minutes. It's a lot of time. It's enough time to go by to get to everything we want to say tonight. Ephesians 1.17. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give unto you the Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, when you're cooperating with the Spirit of God, well, he's going to do a couple of things. I'm going to say this tonight. And many times you're looking to God for an answer to prayer. What? Yeah. But I've learned that many times the answer to your prayer is not circumstantial or situational. You think that you have a big need in your life and that you need God to come along and create for you a new circumstance or create for you a new situation. And maybe that might be the case. But what I have come to discover is that many times what the case is is that you don't necessarily need God to come in and start switching the answers. What you need is a revelation of Jesus Christ. Jesus says, or it says in John, I, uh, 
excuse me for a second here. It's Thursday. It's the end of the week. <laughs> in the beginning was the Word, and Word was God, and Word was with God. Same as in the beginning with God. All things are made by Him, and through Him all things do exist. Well, the Word for Word is Logos. It's your beginning Greek. This is the very first word you learn to parse. Is the word Logos. It means Word. It also comes from the Greek, uh, meaning logic. So the logic of God, and what does a logic always deduce to a conclusion? Jesus Christ is the conclusion of all mankind. God looked and summed up everything that was going on and every issue, every problem that man would ever face, including all of the problems of mankind, including your personal problem that you have right now. You can't pay your light bill. You find out that you, know, you, 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 you have a sickness in your body or you don't have a job. Whatever issue you have. God says, I've already concluded through my logic that the answer to this problem is Jesus Christ. And so the reason why it's not powerful for you is because you need a revelation of Jesus. So the Holy Ghost says, oh, here's what you need to cause your faith to be where you need it to be to overcome this situation is you need a revelation of Jesus because once you see who Jesus is, once you see his power and his authority, it causes you to overcome. I got in a discussion with someone today. About suffering. Not just today, but people talk to me all the time about suffering. Let me tell you about suffering. I believe that when it comes to suffering, uh, someone, you know, uh, we're talking about it. They say, oh, I just want God to make me suffer. I believe God. You know, I just want to suffer. I want to suffer, brother. I just feel I should suffer, 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 suffer. Well, then if you feel like you should suffer, why don't you throw away all your Motrin, all your Advil, all the medicine that you have in your cabinet that you buy over the pharmaceuticals and just throw it all in the trash? And then why don't you pray and ask God for all the tragedy you can get in your life? Well, I would never do that, brother. Yeah, yeah, you should do that. No. Suffering's enough. We deal with enough suffering in this life. Don't go looking for it. God, God doesn't, you're not impressing God by asking to suffer. The Bible says in 3 John 2, Beloved, that way, it doesn't say, Beloved, I wish thou mayest suffer and be sick and not abound. How many times do you see in Scripture Paul at the end of his letter saying, I wish thou mayest prosper. I wish that the God of peace fill you with all comfort and joy of the Holy Ghost. He's not proclaiming suffering on people. Yes, but we're supposed to take up our cross, Brother Palmer. Yeah, well, if you understood that the cross was something at that time that was very embarrassing, that was very shameful, and Jesus was saying at that time, you're supposed to allow yourself to endure embarrassment and shame for my sake. Not just talking about, well, we're just supposed to crucify ourselves to a cross and just be full of pain. No, 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 no. So what's your point, Reverend Palmer? My point is this, is that the message that we preach is a message of overcoming. It's a message that when we get a revelation of Jesus, it doesn't produce suffering in our life. When you get a revelation of Jesus, it lifts you above the suffering. It gives you the patience that you need. It fills you with the peace that you need to overcome the problem of suffering. That's exactly what it's for. He came that you would overcome. He came that you would have life and have it more abundantly. Not that you would sit around and suffer. The person that gets a revelation of Jesus is someone that has overcome death and suffering with life. I don't mean to shout at you and scream. Let's go to the phones. Get me off this preaching. We have Teresa from Detroit. God bless you. How are you, Teresa? Hi, how are you? Boy, I'm all wound up tonight. How are you? God bless you, sir. This is Miss Teresa Fisher's daughter, and I was trying to call you the other night. Um, who are you? Wait, this is who? This is, this is who? Her, and she's right here. I want to say thank you, and God bless you. Have a good night. Who is this, Teresa? I didn't even catch this. Who are you the daughter of? Miss Teresa Fisher. Okay, and she called. Oh, she, 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 she called the other. Okay, let me speak with her. 
Hi, Brother Palmer. How are you? How are you tonight, my sister? I'm doing very well. I want to cut this radio down. Yeah, yeah, you gotta cut it down. I can hear myself preaching in the back there. You sound good, don't you? Oh well, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> you know, some people don't think I sound so good. I get emails all the time. But well, we don't care people. about those people. We just pray for them. <laughs> oh, um, I you. wanted to share something with you. I talked with you about three weeks ago. I wanted to know how do I know I'm in the right church, and then I called you back uh, maybe two weeks ago. And ask that you would pray with me that God would take fear away from uh, me beginning again. Mm-hmm. Let me. I just wanted to share with you what happened. I went to church, and our lesson was God didn't give you a spirit of fear. And wow. He, he read um, Psalms ninety-one, one and two, and then a couple of more scriptures in it. And then at the end of our service, we had prayer. And he prayed for everyone. He said, someone here is fearing, and he rebuked the spirit of fear. And I just wanted to share that with you and let you know that, yes, I'm in the right church. Wow, that's powerful. That is pow- Isn't it awesome when God confirms his word and brings peace in our lives? Yes, and I got. I had talked with Pastor Bogle as well, and I want to let him know. I, I had this like two weeks. I just wanted to kind of dwell on it myself. Mm-hmm. Let, it, let it sit there. I got it. But I, I think that I should have shared. I need to share it now. Well, you should. You always want to share a testimony. You're a witness. Okay. So, well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm encouraged to know that God's working. Oh, yes, he is. I thank him <laughs> for his love, and God bless you, okay? God bless you. Thank you for your call tonight. Bye-bye. We're talking tonight about the power of the mind of God. And so we're talking about suffering tonight. And I don't mean to get on this tangent, but, you know, I... People today, let me tell you that the, the, the truth is found in the middle. Don't, don't be hyper-suffering and don't be hyper, you know, I'm not into thinking that God's going to give everybody a jet. I believe prosperity is promised to every believer. I believe that we're to walk in abundance. I believe that we're to be fruitful, you know, and I believe that we're to walk and be content in life as well. I play the middle. The truth is always found in the middle, right in the middle of the road. So let's not go to the extremes. I find people that... They go to the extremes of religion. I'm usually trying to hide something anyway. I'll just put that out there. So we're talking about the things of God, and we're talking about accessing the mind of God. And when you access the mind of God, you come into the fruitfulness of his peace. You come into the fruitfulness of his love. And as a believer, God wants you to be fruitful, to produce fruit in your life, to produce uh, fruits that are to his glory and his honor, souls, and wants you to produce healings and miracles and confirmations that he liveth. And those kind of confirmations are <laughs> that uh, things that produce life. You don't go around trying to pray that people get sick. Yes, can you imagine how crazy that would be? Walk up to somebody, yeah, I want to pray for you today. For what? I want to pray that you get sick. Lord, I pray, brothers, oh, it's oh. That you bless them with cancer. Have, I'd say, okay, it's time to stop praying. I don't receive that prayer. You pray that someone be blessed. You pray that someone be healed. That you pray that someone be, oh, Brother Palmer, you're just one of those wealth and faith preachers, aren't you? I preach faith and I preach wealth and I preach the kingdom of God. I, pre- I preach the power of God. Well, I don't like that message. Jesus talked about suffering. Well, Jesus suffered in your place, friend. The Bible was about learning how to cooperate with the Holy Ghost. The Bible was about learning how to be empowered to live in the kingdom and to win souls. And this is all part of the mind of God being revealed to you through the Spirit. 
Spirit's job is to come along and locate your weaknesses that are stopping you and preventing you in your life. Filthiness of flesh, which includes those things that are in your flesh that are causing you to uh, miss the mark, which would be, uh, you know, uh, lusts and anger and, you know, things of that nature. Things that are causing you to hurt yourself. Addiction, bondages. And then there's, of course, filthiness of, of soul, which includes emotions. And things that are hurting you and other people. Lying, cheating, stealing, gossiping, integral issues. And then there's always filthiness of spirit, which is written primarily in First John, which is things that are bad doctrine. Second John, it says, if any man teach this, uh, that carries not this teaching and brings it into this house, receive that, not that man into this house. It's false doctrines, things that will divert your soul from the truth. These are three things that the Holy Spirit identifies. And through his help, he wants to eradicate those things out of your life. And the way that you do that is you pray in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the Spirit. You speak out the mysteries of everything Jesus Christ is in you, to you, through you, in the hope of glory. Well, Brother Palmer, I don't pray in tongues. Well, if you'd like to, you can. Well, I don't believe everybody prays in tongues. Well, if you want to, you can. And I want you to know that there are such a thing as armchair theologians, people that just all they want to do is read books and they don't want to have experiences with God. But I can tell you this, that when I've encountered the Lord, I've gone and preached in different countries, in different places, anybody that wants to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, they receive it. I've seen the Holy Ghost poured out on people. I've seen revival. I've seen people come to the altar and repent. The Spirit of God be so thick in places. And anybody, there's been people that have had issues trying to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I remember one time I prayed for a young man. He didn't really believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He wanted to receive it. He said, I want to receive this gift of tongues. I want to receive the Holy Spirit. But he couldn't receive it. It's been a while. He was seeking for it. And I remember I prayed with him. The power of God fell. He began to sing in an opera voice in tongues beautifully for probably about 10 minutes in an opera voice, bellowing out. He was musically inclined, bellowing out the, uh, that glossolalia, that special tongues. It was powerful. The Holy Ghost was, it was so powerful. By God, it was powerful. God wants you to step into everything that he has for you, his fullness. He wants you to be full of the Spirit, friend. And that's what this life's about. When you get full of the Holy Ghost, he looks at those filthinesses of flesh. He looks at those filthinesses of spirit, filthinesses of soul. And he begins to eradicate those things out of your life because those are the things that are preventing you from getting close to Jesus and walking in power and walking in your full inheritance as a child of God. Because he's provided that inheritance, but he wants to remove those things that are keeping you from that. And the answer, well, it's the Holy Spirit. And what does he do? He becomes your teacher, and he takes you deeper into the mind of God. It's powerful. This life as a Christian is a great thing to be a part of, friend. It brings joy. It brings peace. It brings patience. It brings endurance. It's a great thing. I get so excited about the word. God loves you, friend. If you want to know Jesus as your Savior, say, Lord, come into my heart. Save me, Jesus. I believe on you. I believe you died. I believe you rose again. Come into my heart, Jesus. Make me born again. God bless you, friend. Write to us, info at chrispalmerministries.com or P.O. Box 403, Wall Lake, Michigan, 48390. Again, tomorrow night, Friday, 7.30 p.m., Hilton Garden Inn in Novi, Michigan. Free event. Come out. Bring one. Bring all. Also, I want to remind you, Believer's Journey, God's Path of Transformation. Amazon.com. Find it today. And uh, remember our broadcast. We'll come at you again tomorrow, 11 p.m. And Saturday night, which is actually Sunday morning, 12:15, Transforming Truth broadcast. I love you. I'm honored you listened to me. And I'd love to meet you soon. God bless you. And I believe that 
if you continue to pray and ask the Lord to reveal himself to you, manifest himself to you, he will. There's someone you're listening tonight, you don't believe in God, you're an atheist, you are, actually, no, no, you're agnostic, you don't believe in God, you don't know if he exists, well, God loves you tonight, friend, and I pray for you tonight, I pray that you receive the power of God, I pray that his love is manifested to you, I pray in Jesus' name that God heal the sicknesses that are in your family, you have sick relatives, I see your mom is sick, God wants to heal that person, and he wants to set them free, Father, I pray that you heal every family member of this person listening tonight. Touch them now in the name of Jesus. God bless you, friend. We will be at you tomorrow at 11 p.m. Thank you again for listening, and we're out. Now that you've received the transforming truth of the Word of God, go deeper. Go to our website, chrispalmerministries.com, or log on to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash chrispalmerministries. Then partner with Chris financially at Chris Palmer Ministries, P.O. Box 403, Walled Lake, Michigan, 48390. And tune in again every Saturday night at 1215 a.m. for Transforming Truth with Chris Palmer on WMUZ, 103.5 FM, The Light.